Welcome to the SciDef Cybersecurity Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Evans, and this is my co-host, Michael Fairweather. We're here to provide you with the cybersecurity news that matters to help you in the cyber realm. We are proud members of the Pod Bros Podcast Network. Check them out at podbros.com. Hey, hey, listeners. Welcome to episode one of the SciDef Cybersecurity Minicast. Put out a lot of episodes that are uh, about 40 to 60 minutes long, and it takes quite some time to edit. So we're going to put out these mini casts to to fill in in that time in between. And with the mini casts, it's just going to be one story that we're going to cover real quick, something that happened in the week. Uh, fill you guys in on about it, and uh, tell you what you should do to protect yourself. So what are we going to cover in today's mini cast? The very first one. Well, we're going to talk about the LinkedIn breach now. This breach happened back in 2012. However, it's just coming to light now just how big of an impact it is. Um, so we're going to discuss that. To kick it off, as we said before, the breach occurred in 2012. When it first occurred, a hacker posted a list of 6.5 million unique passwords to forums for uh, some members to try to crack the passwords. However, Back in 2012, LinkedIn did not have really good uh, encryption algorithms for their passwords that they were storing. Uh, it was super quick to crack the passwords, and, and the hackers did so. So that's where we were. It was believed that it was just 6.5 million, and that's it. Well, it has now come to light that a hacker is actually selling 117 million passwords from this database. So it went from 6.5 million to 117 million, and that's why it's relevant today. Yeah, that was uh, actually 73% of the people who had an, a LinkedIn account in 2012 affected by that, that we know of now. That equates to about one-third of the users on there today. And 73% is quite a bit. <laughs> one-third is still quite a bit. One third is still quite a bit. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that came out of this that was learned um, from this. So originally the passwords were only stored in SHA-1 sums with no salting whatsoever, which is really bad to do. Uh, SHA-1 is super easy to, to decode. You can go online, find any decoder, and put in the SHA-1 sum and decode it in half a second. It's not hard whatsoever. You can even run John against it. John cracks SHA-1 sums super quickly um, with and without salting. So it's kind of bad on LinkedIn's part. Um, again, this was back in 2012, so encryption was different back then. People really weren't worried about encryption that much. It's a little forgivable uh, for at that time, but still kind of bad for an organization like LinkedIn. What else was learned uh, from this breach? Well, Krebs on Security uh, has put out a list from the original 6.5 million, and the passwords that people used are very sad. <laughs> so the number one password 
um, with a frequency of 753,305 users having that password is 123456. Right below You're that? Kidding. Not kidding. Number two spot is LinkedIn. Number three spot is password. Four is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And five, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to do the top five here, is top number five is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my goodness. Those aren't passwords. That is counting. That is, that is first grade math. My, my four year old knows how to count higher than that. Uh, that is not a secure password by any means. On this um, top 20 list that Krebs has, uh, it's there's some really interesting ones on there that I really want to know the story behind. There's Charlie is one of the most uh, common, Maggie, and and Michael and Princess. So Charlie, this was what 2012. Yeah, wasn't that when Charlie bit my finger? The YouTube video was pretty popular. Uh, it may have been. Or around maybe around that time frame, so maybe yeah. people were like, eh, "It's a funny YouTube." Nobody will ever picked that. Michael, I mean, that's just a great name, but not a solid, not a not a solid or strong password. Princess, hmm. Prin- princess. All right, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. I went. When did the royal family get married? Or uh, the don't, the prince? Don't know. Princess. Yeah, don't maybe know, that's because this is Murica. <laughs> That's Burger King, right? What is yeah. that? The comedian talks about that. Was it Prince Harry? Maybe that's not right. So, moving on from our <laughs> lack of knowledge of the royal family. Who's not Prince Harry? What What are your opinions on this, Michael? I so I actually remember I had I had a LinkedIn account at least since 2012. Um, I, I specifically remember getting the email saying, hey, your account may have been compromised. Go ahead and reset your password. Um, you know, not really a bit. I, honestly, I didn't know a lot about cybersecurity during that time. I, I was learning, and, and but I didn't know a lot about it. I didn't know a lot of the ins and outs of it. You still don't. I still don't. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm, I'm learning every day. Um, but... I remember getting the email say, Hey, your LinkedIn account, you know, may have been compromised. Go ahead and change your password just to be safe, blah, blah, blah. I remember getting that. I didn't know that the way that they were, you know, storing the password was unsecure, anything like that. I'll be honest. The story came back out. I don't remember if I reused a password or not. I've, I've had to reset it several times since then. And so it's quite possible that the password that I had last time was the password that was on there in 2012. That's four years ago. I don't remember those passwords. Um, So story broke a day or two ago. I have since updated again. And this time I'm using a kind of a a all-in-one password locker. Creates a very strong password. And then I have the personal one on my computer that I remember. Yeah, password lockers are uh, great tools, um, but ultimately, even if you have a password locker, you still have to have different passwords for everything. Uh, that's one of the biggest problems with users out there. They want to use the same password for everything. So, hey, if you had a LinkedIn account in 2012, 
your password was probably stolen. Don't think, oh, I was in that 25%. Because <laughs> it might not have been. Um, so again, if you had a LinkedIn account in 2012, you need to go in and you need to change all your passwords. Please, change all your passwords. If the password you used for LinkedIn was anything like your other passwords, then you can get breached easily. Yeah. All somebody has to do is some minor um, re recon on you, see where you live, uh, check out maybe the banks around you, look at common usernames that you have on forums and uh, things like Facebook and stuff like that. And they can use all that data that's aggregated to uh, you know, predict what your username is going to be and then use the password that you put in there to create different variations of uh, passwords to attempt to break into your stuff. It's not hard. No, couple, and, and here's a couple the thing, hours even with that. Yeah, a couple hours, and even with that, half the time your username is your email address, which is how you log into LinkedIn in the first place. It's your email address plus, plus password. So you've if you're reusing you're reusing passwords for across the sites, chances are you're also using the same email address to go through as well. So they have your username and they most likely have your password for all of your stuff. Change it. One of now. The, yeah, change it now. Don't just listen to this. Change it. Like while you're listening to this, change it. Change it. We're giving you permission to stop paying attention to us for a few minutes. <laughs> Please protect your stuff. Don't use the same password. Actually, one of the great things, and I'm going to do a, a plug for another company here. I'm not getting, we're not getting paid for this, but this is something that I personally use and other people that uh, we work with use. It's called QWERTY cards. And basically it's, it's a company. They have a, um, like a secret secret password, and then you add your own phrase to what they've given you, and then they have this keyboard that's obfuscated. So if you want to, want to press the D key, like, you know, the website's Delta. Well, so the D key will be, you know, a comma or an M or an I or something. It completely randomizes the keyboard. One, it helps you because you have a card so that you can create really strong, really protective um, passwords, but you also have a card so that you can remember what those passwords are. All you have to protect at that point is the card. So I would absolutely recommend, I've, I've tweeted about it before, I would absolutely recommend getting something like that. It's like five or six bucks, maybe up to 10 now, but very cheap and a great thing to use. We all There's know other how, stuff out there as well. We all know how strong your tweet game is, Michael. <laughs> Very strong. What I remember. You're like, oh yeah, I have a Twitter, don't I? Oh yeah, Twitter. I should probably use that. <laughs> all right, exactly. so everybody out there, change your passwords. Never re reuse a password. Stay safe. Uh, LinkedIn says it does have a stronger algorithm now and it does hash its passwords. So that is one good thing that uh, may have come out of this because the breach back in 2012 might have, um, might have had them um, continuing the trend 
um, of how they were operating because hey it's worked so far you know type of thing um, and then further down the line when they have as many users as they have now the impact could have been even greater oh absolutely any last comments Michael change your password change your password and make it a strong password password use, is not a password use a passphrase we've said this before passphrases are awesome um, choose a line from a book that you like um, a line from a movie not a popular movie choose like one of those foreign flicks like some French black and white movie where they just stare out the windows while smoking cigarettes or something like that <laughs> um, those are the best movies. Those are, you know, a paragraph, a small essay. Use a small essay as your password. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> also, make sure you use LeakSpeak when doing it. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Don't just don't just type in uh, the phrase. Uh, for those of you that don't know LeakSpeak, you know, if you're going to type an S, use a dollar sign. If you're going to do a one, do an exclamation mark. Do something different. There's there's plenty of things out there to. Um, to point you in the right direction. The increased length and complexity of the password, the longer it takes to crack. So yep. let's make it long and let's make it hard. <laughs> That's what she said. All right, everybody. I was Raymond Freer, this uh, first episode of the Sidef minicast, and he was Michael Fairweather. Stay safe. Keep your network safe. And rock on. Rock on and have a week. Cybersecurity training has traditionally been really expensive and therefore too hard to come by for many people. The result of super high price training is a skill gap that has left the industry with over 1 million unfilled jobs, which is crazy. But Cyberary is working to change that. The cybersecurity training revolution has begun. Get free training courses and find jobs in the field at cyberary.it. Employers looking for cybersecurity talent can also post jobs there. So again, free cybersecurity training and jobs at Cyberary.